This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We've got predators hunting us again. A kid named White Boy Rick and a simple favor to ask. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. I feel like this is a good song for the Predator, right? I like it. I like it. This is good. This is good. I'm rocking. All right, guys. Hello, everyone. And welcome to the LAOFCS weekly show. This is episode number seven. I am Kit Bowen, a.k.a. The Movie Kit. I'm filling in for Scott Menzel, who is uh, out, uh, out, of, out of town this week. So mm-hmm. he's... Uh, mm-hmm. I'm filling in, so I don't look like Scott, but I'll try my best. Um, I'm a film critic and editor for ScreenPicks.com and also a member of the LA Online Film Critics Society. Um, and I'm really jazzed to be here talking to talking about movies with my very two esteemed friends, colleagues, also members of the LA Online Film Critics Society, mm-hmm. Jimmy Oster and Nestor Bentancourt. That's, that was a beautiful <laughs> pronunciation. That was Let lovely. me tell you. Love so that. so tell the fine people about you guys. You Jimmy. go first. No, Nestor goes first. Okay, I go first. Uh, my name is Nestor Bentancourt. I'm a critic, entertainment journalist, etc., etc., and I'm the editor-in-chief of the website Desde Hollywood, and I do things for some TV shows, and I have a YouTube channel, and I am being part of this show today, and that's awesome. Oh, yeah. It Amazing. is awesome. It is it way is awesome. awesome. The bromance love here, by the way. Oh, there's yeah. so way, much bromance love right now. Can you feel the love? To... Wait, were, are we going to get sued for singing that? No, okay, good. it's so good. <laughs> That'd so be good. bad. That'd be oh, bad. Good. Yeah. Hey, I'm Jimmy O. I work for JoeBlow.com and Arrow in the Head. And yes, I'm a part of this lovely group of people, and I'm excited to be here with my little bromance buddy. Your little bromance buddy. Yeah, that's sweet. Oh, we've, we've, got, we've got four movies to talk about. Oh, we're going to talk about four movies that are coming out this week, but we're going to start with the biggie. The Predator. Why did they just call it The Predator rather than, like, I don't know, Predator version 2? Predator 2.0? 2.0. Predator's back? There we have Predators. So predators. Now, yeah, I like that. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. That so out. the next one is going to be Predator 2. We are number 2. Oh, that'd be kind of cool, actually. The Predator. The Predator. Yeah, yeah Fast and the Fury the... style. There's so many good ideas <laughs> coming out of this franchise, so you never know. Oh, they could go Pred 2. Pred 2, yeah. 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 Well, let me just read the description here. It's, uh, when a young boy accidentally triggers the universe's most lethal hunter's return to Earth, only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and a disgruntled science teacher can prevent the end of the human race. Directed by Michael Bay. No, that sounds like a... <laughs> sounds like Should a have been directed scene. by Michael Bay. It's actually directed by Shane Black. Yeah. He was starred in the original, if you guys all remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, and he co-wrote this as well. It stars Boyd uh, Holbrook, Holbrook mm-hmm. uh, Olivia Munn, Jacob Tremblay, Sterling K. Brown, Keegan-Michael Key, Thomas Jane, Trevante Rhodes, and a whole bunch of other people. A lot of people. I'm going to let you guys start off. 
What? Well, let me tell you. you know, okay, some, no, sometimes. Okay, let's settle in now. <laughs> sometimes we complain about you know blockbusters that they are not R-rated. And we and we demand like let's make a bloody movie and, so, mm. so, so, and give us characters that are multidimensional and they have color. They're not bland and everything. This movie is telling us be careful what you wish for <laughs> because it's gonna be just. <laughs> Too much of that. I mean, talking about the characters, I don't know what to tell you. When you have a movie with aliens running around and alien dogs, you know, hashtag, oh, yeah. hashtag pray the dogs. Well, the dogs were cute. They were cute. That's true. Yeah. So when, when you, have, when you yeah. have that and the less believable part are the human characters, <laughs> I think that's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. You it's think? I think so. There's okay. just too much color into these characters, you know, I like my my food uh, with with some seasoning, but it's just too much. It's just too much salt and pepper on every single thing. Too many hey, quirks. Leave, leave salt and pepper many, out of this. Salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. Welcome oh to yeah, jungle. we're doing that one. Sorry, I was thinking salt and pepper. So, Deadpool, man. So is, I mean, I'm talking about Deadpool, you know, that's that's a good uh, reference. The mm-hmm. movie wants to work this line, mm-hmm. you know. It's yeah. okay. Let's. Tell a very intense adventure, and at the same time, let's wink on the camera. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And make fun of what we are doing. Mm-hmm. And that is very tricky. And something that Deadpool was able to pull that off. Brilliantly. This movie yeah. fails because you're not feeling the thrills. You're not feeling the horror. The comedy, for me, talking about quantity, too excessive. Talking about mm-hmm. quality, very poor, talking about style too, self-referential. So I love Shane Black. And I love his style for, you know, crime mm-hmm. movies, com movies, uh, I don't know, uh, film noir or something like that. Yeah. But for something like that, it just felt out of place. Yeah, yeah there, there's a, a, a lot of problems with this film. I mean, the, the, the thing is, I had a fun time watching the guys bicker right. and fight. I thought the dialogue, and I, I, maybe that goes should be credited to Fred Decker, who did Night of the Creeps, which was such a great, cheesy little B horror movie. He also did Monster Squad, which everyone loves. It's a right. fun movie. Right. Uh, but th- with this, it's like they have these cool characters that are kind of funny, but it's so... It's so everything is extreme. The the every other word is the F word. I can't say that here, can I? No. Uh, the violence is extreme, but and there's they they tried to throw so much in you feel like you're missing chunks of the movie like things disappear some character gets to one place and you're like how the heck did that happen yeah. that makes no sense it was just nonsensical it was clunky but i mean i guess i had i laughed a few times so i don't know it was not great no it's it it you know i actually like Shane Black too and he's mm-hmm. really really good at the banter yeah. Which is what I think was the most enjoyable part of this movie was I agree. that these these group of ex soldiers like I guess Black Ops whatever they were all damaged in some way, and uh, you know Keegan Michael Keen and Key and uh, Thomas Jane and all these guys and um, Theon uh, Greyjoy from from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. uh, Alfie with Alfie Allen I think that's his name anyway, yeah Alfie Allen yeah. Um, 
I enjoyed that. I mean, there were a couple of scenes that really did make me laugh out loud. The the, the, host, the hotel sure. scene, hotel room scene was really, really funny. I There's guess a they, lot to laugh at. They played that at Comic-Con and I guess got everybody jazzed about the movie. Yeah. But it was just way too convoluted. It didn't have to be this so all over the place. It's like, okay, all of a sudden, you know, because the idea of Predator, for me, the original movie, was just cool because... You know, as as you know, for alien type movies, it was about an alien who's a sports hunter. Yeah, I mean that's kind of cool. Well, it was also too <laughs> it, it, the the transition between the just the the kind of war type thing, whatever yeah. was going on with Schwarzenegger, to a monster movie was pretty seamless and very well done. Yeah, very well thought out. It worked. This one, I don't. I don't. I couldn't tell you what was going on. Well, they were. They're just. They're trying to set up. Maybe they're trying to set up like a franchise. Yeah, I, or look, something. I. You know. I'm not sure. The but. best thing I can say about this movie is, it, it. I was watching it thinking, oh my god, this could be a really good sequel. They could really make a good sequel out of this. Maybe. But, yeah. Yeah. But that was it. I mean, it wasn't. You know, it was such a haphazard type. Let's throw everything but the kitchen sink in. I'm talking about the action and the gore. You know, I mean. Uh, there's a point that I'm thinking, okay, what is this, a movie or a video game? You know, it mm-hmm. felt yeah. to... Uh, obviously, you, you need some CGI in a movie like this, but especially when you have... There the, was some bad CGI. <laughs> when, when you have the bigger Predator, the XXL Predator, uh, I, I'm not feeling anything. I mean, when you have the practical dude running around in a suit, that works, talking about the action. When yeah. it comes to that kind of bigger CGI, yeah. it's, it's like... I, I don't like the CGI blood. Everything looks kind of too digital. And I don't know. I'm not feeling anything. I'm not laughing. I'm not. It's like, okay, I, I was a witness of the movie. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I felt nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, like I said, I kind of liked the guys. Hmm? And that, that kind of carried me away. And I also liked Sterling K. Brown. Who yeah, I, I like seeing him play the bad guy. Yeah. yeah, he played kind of a bad guy. And he, I mean, he sort of did it, you know, kind of chewing the scenery a little bit. It worked, though. Like, it, literally yeah. chewing. He was chewing gum through the whole thing. And yeah. then, uh, but I just kind of like the way he would, like, you know, kind of give these looks. And, and Jacob Tremblay is also in it, too. I mean, there's mm-hmm. that whole side of it as well. Great cast. Yeah. Fantastic cast. <laughs> and great dialogue, but just clunky as hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, uh, not quite. So what, what is your favorite Predator movie then? The first one? Oh, I mean, for yeah. sure. The question is, except the first one, what is the, the, the favorite? And that's a, that's a tough question. I think that this movie makes look the Predators movie yeah, uh, yeah. way better. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, that one also had Walter Walton Goggins, and he was kind of amazing in that one. Mahershala Ali, yeah, Brody, yeah, that was pretty uh, fun. Topher Grace, yeah. that's, yeah. A, that's a great cast. Yeah, yeah, they get, they get great. Well, Danny Glover, Predator uh, Two. Actually, I, I think I preferred Pre- Predator Two over this one, but I think that's partially nostalgia on my part. Yeah, you know, remembering watching as a kid and going, "Oh my gosh, this is cool." But yeah, it's, I'm going to say a guilty pleasure of mine that I watch on the t- when it's on is Alien versus Predator. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I do. I do. I think this one. <laughs> I think this one is better than Alien Covenant for me. Yeah. Personally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Personally, if you're going to compare all that, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, like I said, I think I had I had probably a little more fun with this than maybe you guys did, but. Uh, Overall, yeah, just just a little too convoluted for convoluted sake, and um, 
not enough, you know, clear clear cut what's going on. Although I will know? say, they, I, I love that they made the the kid with autism like kind of a hero. That was cool. I yeah. liked seeing that. That was awesome. More yeah. of that, please. And then he's yeah, he's yeah. also. If you want to see a good predator movie, get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If we could do the handshake, I would do it, but yeah. I don't think. We, yeah, we we could definitely need a Schwarzenegger, right? Just yeah. a just a glimpse of Schwarzenegger. Well, he may. Hey, he, there's talk he may be in the sequel. So uh, yeah, I mean, let's let's face it, it's going to make money, and and yeah. there will be a sequel. And if it has Schwarzenegger, a lot of us are really going to probably go see it. <laughs> At Disney, we don't know what's going to happen. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so moving on. Let's talk about the next kind of bigger one that's coming out. A simple favor, which I'm so bummed I got a chance. I, I, I'm bummed I missed this one. I really kind of wanted to mm-hmm. see it. I like both those actresses. Um, quickly, the uh, synopsis is that centers around Stephanie, played by Anna Kendrick, is Love. a mommy blogger who seeks to uncover the truth behind her best friend Emily's sudden disappearance from their small town. Emily, played by... Blake Lively, and this is directed by Paul Feig, interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. But, Nestor. Yes. You are the only one who got the chance to yeah. see this. So uh, tell us, tell us, tell us. Tell us. Let me tell you, I already liked everybody involved in this movie. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the kind of movie that you watch it and you start loving everybody. I love this film. If you're a murder mystery fan in particular, you, you have to be happy. You have searching. In theaters right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this movie, you know, you can see some similarities with something like Gone Girl or Girl on a Train. Okay. But this one has its own spin. It's very refreshing. The the way they switch tones from one second to the next is masterful. Interesting. I don't like throwing the, the the title of Get Out around that much. And it's not it's not a masterpiece like Get Out, but it's a mm-hmm. great example of how you can do different tones and make it work, and that is something very difficult. And I like the fact that many times you have murder mystery with comedy mm-hmm. in movies, yeah. Yeah. but it's always the comedy the main ingredient, you know? Yeah. In this movie, I think that the thriller, the mystery, is the main ingredient, and it is peppered with comedy, and both work. So I had a great time. <laughs> Two hours fly by. You are guessing from beginning to end. I, I had a blast with this movie. Well, I think Anna Kendrick is such an under. I think she's yeah, fantastic, fantastic. I want to. I like seeing her take on these kinds of roles. I like seeing, her, and that's why I'm like dying to see this movie. Perfect casting. I've oh. heard the word Hitchcock being thrown around about this one. Yeah, I mean it is very stylish, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I mean, you can throw the name Hitchcock around many times. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but <laughs> I I like the fact that it, it, it's not just, oh, let's try to be this Hitchcockian movie. It's, it's, it's bold and it's trying to do its own thing and it works. So go see it. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow, the high praise. And Paul Feig is also a director I've kind of come to admire. In, oh, I really in, like in him different quite a bit. Ways. Yeah. And here he's kind of stretching himself because he usually does comedies, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he's very smart and he, he he's very uh, sharp when it comes to his humor. So I'm I'm very. Have you guys uh, ever had a chance to talk to him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he's lovely. He's a, the best dresser. I mean, you walk in the room <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, you look like you walked out of, like off the runway. You're just so classy and really a kind, kind human being. I yeah. really enjoy him and just every time I've interviewed him, it's been an absolute pleasure. Huh. I, I took a photo with him. Does, oh. that, does that count? Is yes. That like, 
Yeah, that counts. Sure. That counts. Yeah. And you were talking about Anna. I think, you know, she is underrated. And she, you know, it's because she can be so, she can't also hit or miss as far as sure. her movies are concerned. It seems like she likes to take on, you know, all kinds of different mm-hmm. projects. But I really would like to see her at some point dig really deep. You know, I think she's got it in her. Like to Pitch do that. Perfect 4? <laughs> we could do that. Oh my gosh, everyone hated that other Pitch Perfect. I, I didn't pitch. hate it. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay I too. Was... <laughs> I mean, it was really dumb. It was really I... cheesy, but I liked it. <laughs> and Blake Lively is another one. Yeah, she's yeah. she's terrific. She's I terrific. I mean, you know, The Shallows came out. What was that last summer? I can't remember, but that no, two was summers ago. two summers ago. Yeah, a couple of years that ago. That was, you know, fantastic for a Shark movie. Fun. And what's the movie she did with um, the two guys? Uh, that uh, crime one. Savages. Savages. Yeah. Savages. Savages. Yeah. She was really good in she that. Was she was. She was. Yeah. She's a marvel. There's a lot of talent on it. I mean, you have. I was sold before. Now I'm. I'm extra sold by yeah. my romance partner. I'm and, <laughs> and Blake Lively, you know, there are many actresses that can play this role because it's not only okay. You have to be stunning, super beautiful, but again, somebody that can go into a kind of dark territory, but you always like her yeah. and the, and the presence, yes. and she's a badass in the movie, and she does so many things. Again, flipping wow. things in a second, so. One of I think it's one of my favorite movies of the years of fun. Wow. wow, wow, really high praise. Yeah, was was the uh, ending kind of twisty and fun and like? Yeah, is it? Is it, is it clearly won't get away. But yeah, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a whole journey. Tell us what happened. Tell it's us everything journey. that happens. Yeah, actually, we're gonna recreate <laughs> the. Yeah, it's gonna be a murder mystery. It's gonna, we're gonna do it right here show. live. Yeah, who's gonna die? We need martini glasses, though. I think that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the weapon is going to be the microphone. James, bring the martini glasses <laughs> out. All right. Well, I'm sold on this. Start it. Yeah. I wish I could have. Because apparently there was like three screens in one night. I'm like, I had to pick one. Yeah. I picked White Boy Rick. So we'll talk about that one in a little bit. But uh, the next one that's coming out is a smaller movie that uh, I will actually get a chance to see at some point very soon, actually. Um, Lizzie. What's what's the rhyme? Lizzie Borden. Had an axe. Okay. Gave her mother 40 wax when she saw what she had done. Gave her father 41 or something like that. Right? That's lovely. I like that. I <laughs> think from, that's it. That sounds right to me. I'm from Uruguay. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. You've you never know. heard of the Lizzie Borden uh, story? Uh, not that much, actually. And I'm I'm not a fan of true crime or anything. So Oh, you're not? You know. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. like to commit crimes. It's weird. <laughs> no. I don't know why. <laughs> on camera tonight, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We're working yeah. on that. Yeah. Well, um, it is based on the Lizzie Borden uh, story, which is mm-hmm. a true story about this woman at the turn of the century who killed her uh, mother, her father and her stepmother. I think. Allegedly. Allegedly mm-hmm. killed. Well, no, wasn't she convicted? Allegedly. Uh, yeah, but it was, it was I, it feels like there was a lot of uh, questions, that, at which hopefully the movie will mm-hmm. delve into. Yes, yes. Which... Um, so, but in this particular iteration of Lizzie Borden. She, played by Chloe Sevigny, mm-hmm. uh, actually has a, a dalliance uh, affair, maybe, mm-hmm. with Kristen Stewart's character, who plays um, a, a, what, like a housemaid, housemaid or, yeah. maid or something. Yeah. Um, so it looks rather... I've heard some really good things about it, um, but... Well, the thing me. with Kristen Stewart is... You know, we it's been a while, so we can talk about this without feeling sick. The Twilight movies are gone, and she's proven many times over that she actually has a lot of talent. She's a very talented actress. I like what she's been doing lately. Yes. 
I've liked pretty much personal shopper, I believe. Yeah. Uh, she's an, such an interesting actress, and I think she's really trying hard to step away from those type of roles. And this, and Chloe is obviously uh, an incredible talent. I'm excited to see those two together and, and how the, it all plays out. Yeah. I really like, yeah, I really like the, I like the story. I do like true crime when it's well done, but it's it's easy to get a little, I don't know, uh, melodramatic yeah. and, and silly. So, yeah. Nestor? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, saw, I saw a movie and I... Sorry, Nestor's our main yes. uh, expert. He's Thank seen you. everything today. Thank you, guys. It's my show. <laughs> and this is what I think. Yeah. I, I like the movie, but I think it's important to keep in mind that it's mainly a drama. You know, if you're looking for, oh, let's see this horror movie mm. yeah. or this sexual thriller, because they were kind of promoting that side of, of the yeah, film. Yeah, for sure. But it's, it's just a small part of the, you know. So, so it's basically the between the two, just a love story almost. Yeah, I mean, more than a love story, I would say there is a friendship that uh, starts kind of a survival thing because mm-hmm. both of them are pretty much like prisoners, you know, mm. in, in this house, prisoners of, of the time, of this patriarchal society, of this man that is kind of, you know, violent and they are both suffering some kind of abuse, either psychological abuse or physical abuse. So this bond uh, starts for uh, as a way for them to, you know, try to escape that everyday yeah. hell. And I like the movie in the sense that at the same time that it's a kind of character study, it's also painting a bigger picture of those times that have oh, yeah. echoes mm-hmm. of, you know, we can feel that even today. So every character and every dynamic is not just telling the story of these characters, but more people, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was pretty cool. And I like the fact that throughout the movie, you're feeling this tension, you know, it's, a, it's a kind of very stylish, kind of gothic atmosphere, but you're feeling this tension and this anger, you mm. know, growing and growing. And I really like the ending. That I don't, I'm not going to spoil, but it's the right ending for this movie. And you have that catharsis, that explosion of violence. And the way that it is portrayed, it was very satisfying. I have a weird question. Now, with the way you're talking about it, I I think one of my favorite movies is Peter Jackson's Heavenly Creatures. Oh, I love Are that we, movie. Is that, is it, does it follow that kind of feel? I mean, again, I think that it's, it's, it's closer to... Older, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's closer to, to the dramatic and to the what is going on inside the characters and mm. the unspoken yeah. sometimes. Uh, so... I don't know. I, I I think that it is more in those kind of more subtle mm, okay. tones and territories. I like it. It's not like an award it's uh, not gonna, contender. You don't, you don't think so? Okay. I, I don't think so, but it's, it's solid, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, Scott Menzel uh, actually is being quoted all over the trailers and everything about the ending being like, you know, taking your breath away is what his uh, quote is being. Uh, well, I need to see this too. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we're going to rush right home and watch all of these exactly. movies and go see them right away. Um, but speaking of another true story, we're going to talk about White Boy Rick, which I saw. <laughs> it's not my show anymore. Uh, yeah, it's her show now. Um, this is the story of uh, teenager Richard Worsher. I don't know how you say his last name. I don't know. Sounds good Junior, to me. Who I became like it. an undercover informant for the FBI during the 1980s and was ultimately arrested for drug trafficking 
trafficking and sentenced to life in prison. It stars Matthew McConaughey, who plays the father, uh, Belle um, Powley. Oh, I like yeah, her a lot. She's, yeah, uh, she's, she's got great. Such an interesting look. She's a very and a fantastic actress. What's a Diary of a Teenager? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. That what was a, a pretty amazing, amazing movie! Yeah. Wow. Um, also, Jennifer Jason Lee is yeah, in this. Huge fan of hers. Um, she's really good. Uh, Eddie Marsden is in it. I love mm. him. Um, but the newcomer who plays the young teenager is Richie Merritt. Never done a movie before. This was his first this film. Very yeah. first film. Actually, I watched a little interview with Matthew McConaughey on uh, Tonight Show, and he was saying that they hadn't, you know, they they had basically had the movie pretty much together, but they hadn't found the the kid, and they. Uh, Actually, his name, oh, his name is Richie. Yeah, Rick. Anyway, they um, they couldn't find it, so they they started doing sort of a you know wide you know, cast you know net out there, and they were in a high school, I guess, or someplace, and they go, yeah, we're looking for this kind of a character, we're looking for this type of uh, you know, performer, and then they, they went into the principal's office, and they they were explaining what they were going to, I guess, maybe hold an open audition at this high school. And then he goes, you should get this guy right here. And this, it was the kid sitting in the in the principal's office because he was in detention or something. He goes, right. this, this little S-H-I-T right here, he said, you know, you should talk to him. And he ended up getting it. He ended wow. up getting the role. Wow. He had no idea who Matthew McConaughey was. He said, he, Matthew said, uh, yeah, we, we had set up a meeting to, you know, to meet and we were in a bar and, you know, and I saw him kind of walk in. I, I figured that was who he was. And he says, hey, are you Richie? And he goes, yeah. He goes, oh, it's Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. He goes, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it's like he had no idea who he was. That's awesome. <laughs> I know that. So that kind of put a whole like different spin on this movie. I, I, de- I definitely enjoyed this movie. I thought it was, um, you know, it was a, you know, pretty fascinating story about this kid, and 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 it takes place in Detroit in the 1980s. So there's you know all of that kind of ambiance going on. It kind of brings you into that world. Um, I guess what I was a little disappointed about was it's not so much about the story of this kid and all these like wild things that he did because he really it's something you've seen before you know mm-hmm. you've seen someone be lured in to be an informant you've seen yeah. those kind of movies but you know I think they were trying to make this seem like oh well, this was this was so amazing because this kid was only 15 and you know he became an FBI informant at 15 and all this and then a drug you know a huge drug kingpin and it didn't really kind of delve into the kind of you know outrageousness of what this kid did or what happened to him um it was really more of a family drama really yeah because matthew conahay's plays this you know single dad the mom has taken off so you know they've just left him with 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 the kids and and bell uh pally's character she's she's the older sister and she's you know, she's a drug addict and there's this whole like sort of part of that of you know trying to get her clean and and then you know the whole Richie story and and the and McConaughey really really does a nice job with this. I mean mm. I know he's a good actor and he, he seems to not ever want to be pretty anymore in his movies so that's okay. Well, I, I think I, just, I think he I yeah, he's, he he kind of went from that he was a romantic guy <laughs> yeah. in all those Kate Hudson movies and yeah. then he's like oh then wait, he lost I can, all I can of actually, that weight and yes. got an Oscar and now he goes I'm not going to be pretty anymore. I'm going to play really grungy guys all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so this and guy is a mullet and but what I really appreciated about this character is that is that um, or this person, this real person, is that he really cared about his kids. Mm. You know, even though the circumstances was you know pretty white trash and and, and 
<laughs> Bruce Stern and Piper Laurie play the grandparents oh. who live right across the street from them. And the, and, the, and they have this whole scene in the street where they're just screaming at each other. And it was just, I don't know. I, I, I liked the whole family dy- dynamics. And I thought the idea of this father who was just trying to do what he, you know, what he could for his kids. He was basically, he was selling guns um, out of the back of his car. He oh, would go okay. and buy them. And then, and, and, and that's kind of how Richie's sort of, you know, crime <laughs> came, came from his crime MO came from, but yeah, I think it was it, for me. It was more about the family drama than it was about the story itself. I well, I like the fact that I like this cast a lot, and I love. I, I gotta say, I love seeing Jennifer Jason Lee kind of coming back because she was for a while there. I, you every movie she'd make, you'd be like, why didn't she get an Oscar nomination for this? She's fantastic. Last Exit to Brooklyn, even single oh. white female, she was great. Yeah. I, so I like seeing her. How how substantial is she a part of this world? Well, she plays one of the FBI. Um, you know, one of the FBI agents who sort of corrals this kid in. Oh, nice. And to be honest with you, you know, I guess, I mean, I'm not giving anything away. The story, they they pretty much shafted the kid because he ends up getting busted for having, they passed some law where if you have over 100, 650 grams of of some kind of, you know, of drugs or whatever, then you get a life sentence. Oh, wow. So that's what happened. And so they try to make a deal, and the kid gets put away. And he, at the very end, well, I won't, but basically he was in, prison for like most of his like 30 years of his life so and he just got out i guess or something like six months ago so um it's so she plays not not a very nice person but she's also trying that from her (laughs) she's also trying to do her job you know and and doing what she can so and she's really not there's she's kind of wasted in a way as Mm, far it's really mcconaughey's movie and and the kid uh, you know because they 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 make the core of, of the film I don't. I think there's. Isn't there another movie coming out though with Matthew Conaghy that they're all touting for him to be nominated yes. for? Yes. Yeah. He's have. A, he's going to have a pretty good year, probably. Yeah, I mean, he has a that? he has a thriller with Anne Hathaway called Serenity. Mm-hmm. That's, That's it. Yeah. That's uh, it. Serenity, right? Yeah. yeah. But I, maybe he has something else. He's a busy guy. He is a busy guy. He <laughs> likes <laughs> to work, apparently. <laughs> Serenity's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Actually, Serenity. Yeah. Actually, I just saw a trailer too for a new Harmony Corinne. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Beach Bum. He looks really yeah, bad looks in that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, I love the fact that he, after Lincoln Lawyer, he's just like, you know, I'm going to really... He, he he became very picky about his roles, and he... Well, maybe not picky. Maybe that's not the right word, but he chose smart characters, smart movies, even if they weren't wholly successful. Yeah. They were challenging to him, and mm-hmm. that, it, it shows. It yeah. shows. Yeah. Well, I think when Dallas Buyers Club came out, he also had done The oh. True Detective right, right around the same time. Yeah. And then we're, everyone was like, wow, where is this man that got it came from? You know, so yeah. they were... He, the McConaughey's. <laughs> the McConaughey's. That's what they called it. That's He's true. absolutely right. That's what they that called it. That is true, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would highly, highly recommend this. I'm trying to think if it... It might not stretch for Oscars. I'm not entirely sure. If 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 it would, it would be Matthew. But I I'm not sure because, like I said, I think there's a couple other things coming up with him. That well, he'll probably him. he'll. I wouldn't be surprised if he does get nominated for that because it, it would be supporting. It would be supporting. and they love to nominate the people who've been won or been nominated before. So True. It's you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he'll he, get nominated. He most could, I think I think so. I think he might get nominated. Yeah, it seems so. like it. That's yeah. the buzz I'm hearing. So anyway, so now we're going to go to the new segment, the Retro Rewind. Retro Rewind. So basically it's movies that you can currently watch either via Blu-ray or on Netflix or some sort of streaming uh, streaming network. 
Um, I'm going to start because the white boy Rick kind of ties right into the um, to the. Uh, I'm hearing music. Do you hear music? I hear music. I'm not sure. Why. <laughs> I don't know. I put on news music. I don't know if you guys want it. Oh, okay, <laughs> go for it. That's fine. <laughs> I like cool. it. Cool, cool news music. Um, burn after reading. Mm. I think it's one of the most underrated Cohen movies, Cohen brother movies. Of, of, of all time. No one ever talks about Burn After Reading. They talk about Fargo. Of course, that's still probably my most favorite. But for true crime, and mm-hmm. you might not be the fan of, true crime, I thought Burn After Reading was tremendous. Brad Pitt literally left me on the floor laughing. Brad Pitt. He was funny and he was so and good. George man. Clooney oh uh, and Francis McDormand. It is just, you know, and, and it, it deals with CIA. It mm-hmm. deals with... And um, John Mal- uh, Malkovich is in it, and it's just uh, Tilda Swinton. I mean, it, it the cast is amazing, and it just bounces around all you know with all these different sort of uh, scenarios, and then <laughs> and then J. K. Simmons pretty much nails it at the very end. He goes, "So what have we learned from this?" Uh, I don't know, <laughs> and it just comes right up out of the you know the camera just goes straight up, and it's just. I just love that, and so I'm. A, I am a big true. I actually do like true crime movies uh, and shows and podcasts and anything to do with true crime. I'm like, yes, tell me more. Yeah. Um, and I think the Coens have pretty much nailed it. Do yeah. you agree that they are the best at making those kinds of movies? They're they're all right. They're pretty good at it. Yeah, they're, they're not bad. They're they're all right filmmakers. Yeah, they're all right. So yeah, I think it's playing on Netflix now. Burn after reading, definitely check it out. How about you, Jimmy? What's yours? Well, you know, I, I was thinking about this because we're, we're we have a lot of different kind of movies here, but I, I chose Monster, and I was thinking about oh. one of my favorites and one of the most uh, profound horror films. I think The Descent. Ugh. That you know the this the opening of this movie is so heartbreaking and so just like no way that didn't just happen right. and and it takes uh, I I believe about forty minutes to get to any monster but it's still freaking terrifying terrifying these girls they go splunking uh, splunking right they go into these rocks and they're they're they they just that kind of claustrophobic the the, the tension between the actors. It is one of the most powerful, horrifying horror films I've ever seen. And then you get to the monsters. <laughs> and then you get to the monsters. It's uh, Neil Marshall, I think, I, you know, he, he really knows tension. And he does, I, I, he, I believe he did a very good job with Game of Thrones at one point. Uh, it, it, he's such a, he's a master at suspense when it comes to that kind of thing. And I really love that movie. And I... I the, the, the sequel, not so much, but yeah. you know, it, it, the, yeah, <laughs> well, what a powerful well, film! Nestor, yeah. Nestor gave you a face there, Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> no, the sequel, yeah, the sequel is something yeah, else. It's something else, all right. <laughs> yeah, and I think that he's doing Cowboy, right? The, yeah, the new yeah. Cowboy. No, uh, no, he's oh, is he? Yeah, he's ah. he's great. He has a great eye, and the tension in that film, <sighs> and the the horror and the gore and everything works, and it's it's a nightmare that that you don't want to wake up from, mm-hmm. you know. It's spectacular. Yeah, spectacular. I, I actually bought like both endings. I like the 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 UK. I believe it was UK version and the American ending, which were different. Oh, I actually like both endings. Really? I, there's one I prefer, and it's it's I, I there the yeah the there's one where it's not so happy, mm. and I like that one a lot. <laughs> it must be the UK one because yeah. the US always ends things happy. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. And actually, my my pick can be a great double feature with yours because it's uh, don't breathe, don't breathe, and don't breathe. Great movie. And you know, I'm from Uruguay, South America, and this is the most 
Uruguayan Hollywood movie ever because Fede Álvarez is the director. Uh, right. Uh, Shout out to Fede. He's one Fede, of the nicest guys in the world. I talked to him. He's yeah. Amazing. Fede is he's great. awesome. Fede's great, and he has uh, this the girl on the spider's web uh, coming mm -hmm. out soon in like a month or so. Mm -hmm. Hoping that that's gonna be a, a hit as well. Uh, it was written by a Uruguayan, the director of photography is also from Uruguay, so go Uruguay. But the movie is amazing. I'm talking about tension, I'm talking about Hitchcock. Uh, you can see that sometimes you don't need like a high concept, a very complicated story. Yeah. You can have a very simple premise, mm -hmm. and it's about how you execute that premise. And from the beginning, you can feel that you're in the hands of somebody that knows about movies, that is very stylish. And, and knows horror. Knows yes. horror. Knows horror very well. And how to create tension and to build on tension. Tension, mm -hmm. tension, tension, yeah. tension. So it's a very experiential thing, you know? Yeah. And, and I like because the title is like telling the audience, don't breathe. I mean, you're going to be here <laughs> for can't. a couple of hours. You can't. You can't, yeah. and it's kind of an exhausting experience, but in the best way possible. I'm not a fan of one moment in particular in the movie that has to do with, um, let's say, a kitchen utensil. Mm. <laughs> uh, not a fan of that moment in particular. But that was such a weird twist. Yeah. yeah, to the deal, yeah. right? Yeah. When they go down the basement, and they're like, oh "My mm. God, I, I really, yeah, I, I, that one you just, I, I didn't see coming. <laughs> <laughs> Could not predict any of that. There's a double entendre in that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> twisted. Yeah, definitely. Wow, you went, you went there. <laughs> I went there. <laughs> you did it. You did it. You did it. <laughs> we're, not, we're, we're, we're very carefully walking ourselves around yeah. this story yeah. so we don't give too much away. But And the last yeah. episode of the LAOS. <laughs> <laughs> the LAOS. Um, yes, yeah, so I loved it too. And actually, I get, when I talk, did the interviews for that, uh, I asked I asked Fede, is that how you say it? Fede. Fede. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what, what was scary to him as a kid or whatever. And he said his cousins locked him in the basement for like basement. five yeah. minutes. And he said it was the scariest. He goes, I go, that's awful. He goes, you're going to make me cry. So, <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it. But yeah, no, that's a really good one. Terrific movie. That so from be true good... crime to horror, because Halloween is coming up. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Halloween, Oh, no. Yeah, no, I, I, we're, I'm there, man. <laughs> Apparently, that's really good. So, uh, moving on, we're going to talk about some of the, uh, you know, the hype that's come out of uh, the Toronto Film Festival mm -hmm. as, and the Telluride Film Festival. We're back to back. Um, so we're going to talk about some of the movies that came out of there and what their Oscar potentials are going to be. Um, because uh, I, I don't know about you, but I had major FOMO that I wasn't at. <laughs> it's like every tweet was like, oh, this movie's fantastic. Oh, this movie's amazing. And I'm like, oh, I know. Well, I know. We'll eventually see them. Yeah, I yeah. just want to see them now so I can be in the know. <laughs> oh, there's so many good ones. <laughs> but we saw the Predator. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We got to see that. So, Welcome hey. to the jungle. That's what we did. Um, so the first one that I remember, actually was in Telluride Inn and played at TIFF, was First Man, mm -hmm. which is the uh, story of Neil Armstrong, directed by La La Land uh, director Damien Chazelle, starring Ryan Gosling, Claire Foy. He plays, Ryan Gosling plays um, uh, Neil Armstrong. Um, there's a little controversy around it as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> I don't get it. There, there are so many things going on right now to be outraged by. Yeah, that, right. It's like, uh, yeah, that's, the fact that we don't get to see Neil Armstrong plant the American flag on the moon is, yeah, kind of low. Well, we're, we're kind of, a, as, uh, we, we hear one little thing that happens in a movie and before we see the movie, and not, I'm, I'm just the royal we, I guess you could say, uh, we get upset. Over, and, and we don't really know what the, the vision of the director was. Right. We don't really know what the how it business is story. So I tried not to fall into that trap too much. But, uh, you know, we're in a world where Twitter, the outrage is just a lot of fun, you know. So <laughs> I, I, I didn't really pay attention to that controversy and I don't really care about it. I mean, I'll, I'll see the movie. Yeah. If it bothers me, then. then yeah. Well, what do know. you guys think? I mean, do you think it's going to go all the way as far as... Uh... Best picture, Gosling. Yeah, it'll it'll get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and, and we talk about La La Land, you know, because of the collaboration, but Whiplash, and I think, and I and I hope that this is going to be kind of the the perfect match of those two films. We're going to have kind of the big. They sing in space, right? They sing. I I hope so. I think they do. (laughs) Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Like (laughs) hello, my ragtime. Baseballs. And (laughs) so I hope, I hope that we're going to get the kind of you know. Huge scope that Lele Lang gave us, mm-hmm. but with a very intimate story and kind of a character, closer yeah, character and drama yeah. and thriller like Whiplash gave us. Absolutely. So I'm so excited about this movie. I usually don't like biopics, but at least this is the kind of biopic that is going to be kind of the most important period of time for the character. It's yeah. not like, yeah. you know, for the crowd to the grave. So I'm really excited. And Damien just said, I mean, the guy's a genius. Mm-hmm. He, he's younger than me, so it makes me yeah. feel very sad about <laughs> So many things. You still have you still have your shot, Nestor. Yeah, you do. Hashtag sad Nestor. Yeah. <laughs> sad Nestor. Sad Nestor. We're going to Tears. Tears. Yeah, no. And anything about the space program, I'm telling you, I mean, people just eat that up. Because it was just, it was a fascinating time period. Yeah, I mean, the Right Stuff is a movie I watch every single time it's on as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is, it's a, I can see how this could, could draw people in. Oh, I think for sure it will. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He's very hot right now, and people really like it. He's a great. He's great. Yeah, maybe and he'll. Uh, I don't think this is his movie though to win. It's I think he'll get nominated. Yeah. but I don't think it would. No. no. Has he been nominated before? I can't even remember. Wasn't he nominated for La La Land? I think so. Oh, I think so. I'll have to look it up. No, All right. It up. So uh, while while I'm looking it up, we'll talk about the next one. Um, actually, it's two movies I like to talk about because Lucas Hedges. Who was um, you know Manchester by the Sea, which I thought he was brilliant in that young yeah. young young upcoming actor. He's on fire right now. He's yeah, having he, a moment. Yeah. He is having every movie a moment. <laughs> yes, he's he is. Got two movies coming up that everybody's talking about. The first one is Boy Erased, mm-hmm. uh, where he plays a young man whose whose parents, played by Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe, I think, um, who are uh, trying to cure him of his homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just heard amazing things about yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds interesting. And then the other one I heard about was um, Ben is Back, where he plays someone, a kid with, with an addiction problem, and Julia Roberts plays his mother. So she, wow. he's got two, like, Dang. <laughs> very yeah. uh, interesting, great actresses playing his mother. But yeah, both of these movies I've heard a lot of good things about. As if I, yeah. It's so do you think maybe he'll get... Like uh, definitely, he's going to get nominated, but yeah, I, I don't. It, it's it, I don't know if I. I don't. I think he might be too young to get the. I, I don't. I don't think he'd win. Best actor. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's there yet. But 
Maybe think, for Boy Erased, I think. If, if he were getting a Best Actor, it would probably be Boy Erased. I yeah. think the other one's more like Julia Roberts' movie, and he plays, you know, it'd be like more supporting character. But yeah. I heard he, I heard both. Maybe he'll be one of those, uh, those you know, that get the, the double right. double nominations for He's Best He's been nominated for two Oscars, Mr. Yeah. Ryan Gosling. Really? Two. Wow. Two, two, two. And one of them was La La Land. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Half Nelson. Half Nelson. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a good trivia question. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Half Nelson. Do you know what movie I love of Ryan Gosling's is the one where, um, oh, shoot, I, now I always forget it, the, uh, where he, he falls in love with the dummy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shoot. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. We're it's just bringing up movies. Like it's actually remember really... that movie? Remember that movie? That one? Yeah. Remember that? Remember you were in that movie? He was yeah. great in Blade you Runner. You were really good in that I movie. I love Blade Runner. Yeah. I love La- Drive. Lars in the real La- girl. Yeah. Lars in the real girl. There you go. Now I feel like, uh, what's his face? Remember that movie? You were really good in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but... But Bo- yeah, Boy Race looks looks great, and mm-hmm. it looks like the better version of that kind of story. We're, we're seeing a couple of movies this year uh, tackling the you know the whole gay conversion mm-hmm. therapy thing. There is mm-hmm. uh, something horrible that is still going on in some places here in this country and around the world. And I like the miseducation of Cameron Post, but I'm mm-hmm. hearing that this one is kind of the next step yeah, in yeah, quality. Yeah, you know, so a lot of talent in front of behind the camera. So that, yeah. that one's going to be a contender. Yeah, I think that's sure. going to be a contender as well. For, for sure. sure. Uh, speaking of addiction, though, there's another movie coming out called Beautiful Boy, where mm-hmm. Timothy Sh- uh, Chalamet, another uh, guy that's getting a lot of acclaim, a lot of acclaim. Yeah, he was yeah. fantastic in Call Me by Your Name. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, of course, Steve Carell, who's also having a hot moment yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got this movie, and then he's got Welcome to Marwin, which is the Robert Schmeckis movie that's mm-hmm. coming up. I it's, think everybody well, keeps really talking right? about it. Yeah. Talk, 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 talk about it. Yeah. But, yeah, this a beautiful boy, um, again, it's uh, it's a true story um, about, uh, I guess, uh, Steve Carell's character um, wrote the book about his son and, you know, and, and trying to get him out of the, the spiral of addiction. Um Interestingly enough, again, I'll have to mention Mr. Menzel because, you know, this is his show. But uh, he Our Supreme Leader Scott. He yeah. did not like Beautiful Boy as much as everybody else I did. actually <laughs> had heard from a couple people that it, it, it didn't get the, the acclaim that I think they were expecting. I, I heard a few mixed a few mixed reviews right. of it. Yeah, yeah. But, f- but when he was weighing Ben is back with Beautiful Boy, he's saying Ben is back was, was more impactful. Oh, so, yeah. interesting. That's so we'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them both. You know, I'm gonna I'll just wallow in the addiction world for a little while. Then <laughs> we'll do like a double feature. No, I won't. Probably won't. Um, put, put leaving Las Vegas and drugstore cowboy in there. You got that. You, you got know, fun le- times. Leaving Las Vegas is so devastating. So de- that I can't watch it again. It's been playing on cable. I'm like, do I? Oh. God. A great double feature. Yeah. I, I remember watching. Uh, Elizabeth Shue is. Just... She's marvelous. Ugh. Watch that and watch Dead Men Walking right after. It's a blast. <laughs> so much fun. Rabbit Hole. Yeah. Rabbit Hole. Add that on there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, fun times. Nicole Kidman, yeah. Fun times. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there are some movies I just can't bring myself to watch again. They're yeah. so good. But mm-hmm. I just. I think I've seen Leaving Las Vegas a few times. Shinra's Lift, I've never seen, but one time. Yeah, one yeah. time is good. <laughs> <laughs> One time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't do it. It literally left me, you know, just devastated. I can't I can't watch that one again. But anyway. Um, A Star is Born. That came out of Tiff and Tellerite. Everyone's mm-hmm. just losing their ever-loving minds over this movie. Um, I can't. 
you know, I, I'm surprised. I, I guess I'm maybe not that surprised because it is a great story, but it's been done so many It's been done many the fourth time. time uh, but here's the thing about that. It, it Bradley Cooper has gained a pretty decent amount of respect. He's a good actor. He's a and he constantly seems to go a little further. I, I and and casting Lady Gaga can sing apparently. Yeah, yeah. she can sing she a little a bit. She's got a voice. So Surprising. I mean, I remember seeing that trailer and just I was like I shouldn't be as devastated as this. You know when it, and you know you're, you're she's gonna sing and everyone's gonna be like ah oh. but yeah she she sings and everyone's like ah oh, it's it's amazing trailer I I cannot wait for this film yeah I cannot wait and I love that I love that kind of music I'm that's that movie is yeah I'm, I'm in how about you Nestor? yeah no I mean I love the trailer and you know you know that something good is is coming when you have people like Clint Eastwood attached for a while you have Steven Spielberg attached for a while. Uh, Beyonce was oh, also played right. for right. years. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And Bradley Cooper, he's like the Ben Affleck of today. Yeah. You know, the guy yeah. that can do everything. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, that, that's not the, the, the genre that I usually like. I mean, I can say the same thing about La La Land, but it, when it is done in a, such a you know exquisite way and powerful way, uh, you, you have to go with it and embrace yeah. it. So yeah. I hope that this one is going to be uh, one of those for me in particular, I have no doubts that it's going to be another contender. No, no doubts not in it. It's Lady Gaga. Sorry. No. And by the way, no. Lady Gaga pretty much impressed me in one American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I said to myself, okay, she's she's actually got some chops there. So I'm not. I am not surprised that she's she's wowing everyone with this. Well, she also she studied drama. Yeah. She's this is not new for right. her. And you yeah. see her music videos, you're like, okay, yeah, she. She's got yeah. the whole. She can do it. She yeah. can do this. I, I believe it. I believe in her. Yeah, me too. And she was in Machete Kills. I know mm-hmm. her. Yeah, Oscar contender. <laughs> that well, that won Best Picture, right? Uh, in our hearts. Yeah, yeah or, our hearts. or a Ratsy, either of those. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. There in you go. the alternate universe, the mirror universe. That's oh, where yeah. That bizarro. Yeah, yeah, bizarro yeah, bizarro yeah, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Got it. Um, the next one I would quickly talk about the front runner. With Hugh Jackman about Gary Hart, I remember all of that. I do. Too. Yeah, you that's a fascinating story. He doesn't care. Yeah, you don't care. <laughs> but, well, well, but it is a, it is an interesting story because this this senator Gary Hart, he was like a, a shining beacon of hope for America. You know, I mean, he was before Clinton, right? That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know, he kind of had that sort of JFK kind of feel to him, and everyone was like, yeah, all right, we've got somebody who's really inspiring, and he's, he seems really genuine, and then all of a sudden, nope, he's uh, got a, <laughs> a sexual scandal, oh, well. Mm-hmm. And it just like, I mean, it just went from this to this so quickly. So I'm really excited to see Hugh Jackman do this. Well, I mean, and I'm not going to get political, obviously, but I do, I, I you, you've got to be kind of excited and curious to see how that plays out in today's political yes, landscape. Yes. That's really going to be fascinating yes, to watch. Yes, for sure. And Hugh Hugh Jackman, talk about a guy that can do everything. I know. He's and also the nicest person on the planet. Yes. Like yeah. literally yeah. the nicest it's person really on the planet. Cool. Really nice guy. Oh my gosh. And Every I'm, time you talk to him. I'm excited about you know Jason Raymond. He's having a great year yeah, with Tally. Yes. I yeah. really like Tally. So, do you think Charlize has a chance to take it all the way yes. with Tully? I do too. Yes, she I does. do too. She does. Maybe. Uh, She's amazing. For me, is the best female performance I've seen what? so far. Female. Yeah. Is, yes, I agree with you. And I think I, she's got hopefully it. Hopefully, we are not going to forget 
about her. Yeah, she yeah it gets job. tricky because every you know Oscar tends to what came out in December. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think that Toni Collette may steal her Ooh, thunder. Yeah, from... she's fantastic. I just I saw... think they both will. I really yeah. think that they both will go all the way. I mean, Hereditary uh, was just Hereditary like, is a oh. wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> it's like my family a lot, really. Yeah, I related. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Might want to move away a little bit there from your yeah. romance. In my, in, my, in my mind, I already moved away. Like 30 minutes <laughs> he's he's like gone. He's yeah. gone. Okay, so the last one we want to talk about that, that came out of TIFF uh, is Widows. I watched this trailer and I went, yes, I want to see this mm-hmm. movie. Steve McQueen clearly doing something completely different, you yeah. know, with, you know, coming from 12 Years a Slave to this sort of crime, another crime drama. But Viola Davis and Elizabeth Debicki and Michelle Rodriguez, and they play these these widows of, of their husbands who are in like a heist situation that goes wrong. And they kind of have to take the reins because the bad guys are coming after them. And it's just, I don't know. I'm completely involved in this. And it's co-written by Gillian Flynn, Who's Gone Girl writer, the author of Gone Girl? So I'm like, I am there. I Very think, curious. And I think it's going to be an Oscar contender. Yeah, a Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah. I but think maybe so. the movie, if it's uh, maybe, because yeah. I mean, Steve McQueen. You know, he's that is true. Kind of I a mean, darling. He's, he's got it. Yeah, he's got a lot of love for the Oscars so, from the Oscars. So I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. It looks great. I mean, you know, the Oscars tend not to, uh, you know, to nominate something that's like a drama, a crime, or whatever. But you know, I always bring up Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> which, by the way, apparently. That some some Oscar some Academy members are still mad that that won Best Picture. Wow! That they did not think a movie like that should have won Best Picture. Well, here the, the problem with the Oscars. I, I won't go, look. If we were to name like someone to get an Oscar nom- a nomination, I, I would love to see a lot of these. Like I'd love to see Vera Farmiga for The Conjuring. Oh, yeah. I would love to see yes. Jamie Lee Curtis because I hear she's amazing in Halloween. Yeah. I would love to see them go that route. That will, probably won't happen, but. You know, it 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 could. It could. It could. It's you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis for uh, Halloween Best Actress. Apparently, yeah. apparently, I heard that this Halloween also came out of TIFF. We're not yeah. not an Oscar contender, probably, but no. got a lot of great, great. Oh great, yeah, great, fantastic, great, fantastic. So. Um, words of encouragement, but that that it's kind of like a straw dogs, which that I read that and I went, okay, now mm. I'm interested. That's I am yeah, not I wanna, a Halloween I see, fan. I want to see her. Oh, Halloween's the best. Movie no. Ever. Yes. Traumatics. Teenager was forced to go with my friends, and I had to play, you know, it's like having to ride a roller coaster with your friends when you don't really want to be, you don't want to act like you're not cool. So anyway, yeah, no, it's just... It's not going to happen. So, um, but I'm going to. I'm curious about this. But anyway, I think I'm. I'm being told that we're being. We are out of time. Yeah, we're We've out of time. Too long. But listen, this was a great conversation with you guys. Mwah, mwah, both of you, Jimmy and Esther. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And uh, next week, Scott will be back, and I'm per- pretty sure I'll see you at some point again too. So take care. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm at the Movie Kit. My my Twitter's at the Movie Kit. I'm Jimmy O. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. James Oster, all that crap. Find me at Nestor Cine and E S T O R C I N E. All right, take care, everybody. Bye bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.